Welcome back to the Women's Empowerment Podcast. My name is Dolores Andrew, and you can find more about me on my corner of the web, www.dolorisandrew.com. Welcome back to this episode of the podcast. My name is Dolores Andrew, and I am an author, a holistic life coach, and a mum. In this, in this podcast, I am looking at challenging the premise of when we're told, don't take it personally. So this is um, one of the commandments, of course, that's in the book, The Four Agreements, and one that I've often cringed at at times throughout my life when someone has said it to me. It just didn't always ring through for me. And now, of course, there are times when not taking it personally is the best advice we can take. But there are times when it's important to see what is being triggered in you that is causing you to take something personally in the first place. And if you neglect to take this step, then what is being triggered is being kept in the shadow, so to speak. You're brushing it under the carpet. But of course, we know that what's in the shadow or brushed under the carpet, well, it's still there. Let's take an example of a relationship dynamic. For example, a mother and her child. Now, we know that at certain times in a child's development, they will start to push buttons. The first one being around what is known often as the terrible twos. This is an important developmental stage for a child because it's when the child is starting to grow into their power center or their third chakra. They've suddenly began to realize that they actually have a will of their own and they want to start flexing it. We might call the child very strong-willed at this stage. The second stage then comes when a child is transforming into an adult and they're going through their teenage years. It's another natural progression. At this stage, they're beginning to discover a world outside of their parents. And again, they're beginning to flex their will. Again, it's also a necessary stage of development. So at these times, as adults, what we need to do is set up boundaries for both the adult and the child. We know it's proven that children who grow up where there are boundaries in place, they're actually happier in, their, in themselves. Now, this doesn't mean, of course, they won't rebel against those boundaries, but they're almost like a safety net for them because they know what's expected of them and what's not. As an adult going through these transitions with your child, you do well to develop boundaries for yourself. For example, it could be that you want to set up a boundary as to what you allow your child say to you. You might like what they start saying to you and you might want to nip, nip some things in the bud. Let's take a child that's grown up in a tense environment where maybe there was abuse towards mum, whether that be either physical or emotional. Now, they will have developed their own perception of the masculine and feminine energies and their value systems around both. From what they see panning out in their environment, 
How does mom react to the abuse? Does she take it? And do they as a child wonder why she never stands up for herself? What does dad say to her? What does dad say to the child possibly about the mum? A woman who finds herself being emotionally abused by her husband may begin to see a pattern developing in her child when they enter these teen years. Because children pick up on power dynamics from their surroundings and some children may start to mimic the abuse, even unconsciously. So this is when I talk about challenging the don't take it personally concept. If your partner or your child is causing you to feel in any way undermined, you have the right to challenge this. And also find out what it is that they're saying or doing that is triggering you. If you have no boundaries as to how you allow someone treat you, they may treat you as they wish to. On the flip side, when you have boundaries in place, it tells others what is acceptable and what is not acceptable and what you won't put up with. It's an act of self-care and self-love to have boundaries in place. And it's also good to know that it's never too late to start. Even if your relationship with a partner can't be rescued, you can certainly retrain your child as to how you want them to treat you. You can do this by, you know, when you do things for yourself that empower you, it could be something as simple as doing an exercise class that you really want to do and refusing to allow anything getting in your way of doing it. They will see that you are looking after yourself. Maybe you start to eat healthy and you might cook different foods for them than you do for yourself because you want to nurture yourself more. Never underestimate the power of doing things that empower you because your actions often have a greater effect on others than your words. So next time you get triggered and before you take an action, ask yourself, is this the reality you want to create? Because you will keep getting the same results until you do something differently. We can take an eagle's eye view of where you want to go and become clear of what is not working in your environment right now and stopping you from where stopping you from getting to where it is that you want to really go. Maybe it's even your value system. Maybe it's your beliefs. You want to change them, but you know or have an idea as to what's not working for you now. So putting up boundaries in these type of situations is good, but be clear about them and communicate them to others and analyse if they're working for you or not. And you'll know this by whether or not you keep getting the same results. You may need to let your child know what you will no longer tolerate. Or you may start doing something for yourself that, although it may be seen as disruptive to somebody else, is important for you. Because we know that when we change, there will often be ripple effects that ripple out to others. But when this is done in a loving way for everyone, you're actually showing good example. You're showing that everyone's needs are important. 
Another way of looking at this, of course, is if you want to stop being a doormat, get up off the ground. And you do this by consciously knowing what you want and taking the steps today to get there. Remember, life is a process and habits can be broken. Be consistent and watch as miracles happen around you. If you want to find out more about me, pop over to my website, www.dolorisandrew.com. Until next time.